Hey guys, in today's episode, we're gonna talk about artificial intelligence and the effect that it may have on the future of trading. So we got some pretty cool topics that we talk about here on the Trading Coach Podcast. If you're new, take the 10 episode challenge, meaning go to 10 random episodes of the, what, 700 plus, find 10 that look appealing, listen to 10 and see if this podcast is beneficial to your trading, to your life, and any other business and entrepreneurial ventures that you may be thinking of as well. So we're going to start with the artificial intelligence question. I want to read you the question here. It says, hey coach, hope you and your family are having a great weekend. Indeed we are. If you check out this put on Instagram, uh, my kids and my wife, I wasn't able to go, but we had a black black tie event, um, which is pretty cool. So the kids got dressed up all tuxedoed out and everything, which is kind of cute. Um, he says, this question, uh, maybe I should not ask, given that I'm not yet a successful, consistently profitable trader and should really be concentrating um, or really should be concerning myself, really shouldn't be concerning myself too much with stuff that will not impact my progress. However... It is something that has been playing on my mind and I've also seen other credible coaches, uh, Austin Silver, jump on recently. I also asked Jason Greystone in a live room a couple of weeks ago. The question is, how do you see AI, artificial intelligence, impacting the Forex market in years to come? Will it have any impact? Will it make trading more difficult or more easy? I have no idea. My big concern would be that I put in all of this work in the coming months and years to get good at this game and something out of my control could possibly change the game forever. Will there still be a space for retail traders? My view is yes, but uh, my view is yes. There have been bots and algos in the background for a long time now and it has not made a material difference. However, all of the pundits out there are saying AI changes the world 100 times more than the internet did when it first arrived. Just interested in getting your thoughts and opinions. Um, I'd be curious to hear what Jason Greystone's take is because he's much more tech savvy than me. He's usually on the up and up about what's going on. So if he had an opinion, um, let me know and, and, and type it in. I, I would say this first and foremost before we even get into the effect that AI may or may not have. The idea, and this is something that's always interesting, and, and uh, the part I found most interesting about your question is basically saying, so I, I am this up and coming trader, I'm working on becoming consistently profitable. Essentially, should I stop because of something that may happen in the future? And that's something we have to be very careful about because it, and I deal with this on a regular basis with traders and entrepreneurs and uh, many other aspects of life. But people thinking so far into the future and really thinking so far into the future with a fear that it stops them from doing what they should be doing now. So anticipating that something is going to happen and allowing that anticipation and it's not like a you know, a, a back-tested anticipation like we're doing in the markets, but it's an anticipation just kind of off a, a thought, a, a could be, and allowing that to affect our present actions. And we, ne we never want to do that. We never want to give up on something we're doing because of the fear that something might come years later and wipe it out. Again, you look at any business owner that wants to start a business, right? They're not starting a business and thinking, well, 50 years in the future, 
may this business be irrelevant, right? What they're doing is they're starting their business and they're trusting themselves to, hey, if change does happen in the business, in the field, in the sector, whatever it may be, I trust myself to adapt to it. And, you know, we saw that massively, the the pros and the cons of that in 2020, right? 2020 was a very interesting time. And a lot of people will look back at 2020, the COVID year, and say that it was the moment where a lot of things changed across a lot of different industries and 2020 sparked this change. Well, the truth is that change was coming no matter what. We were just very slow to doing it. 2020 was just the final kind of kick in the butt that made people realize, oh crap, like I have to adjust the way I do business, right? I, I can't run it the same way because, you know, people are on a lockdown. They can't do this. They can't do that. So when it comes to business, when it comes to trading, because we never know the future of trading. And, I, and I, again, I'm someone that I started trading in 2007. So I started trading right before the big financial crash. I traded during the financial crash. I traded after the financial crash. I traded during COVID. I'm trading after COVID. I've been through these ebbs and flows, the, the Trump tweet era, which is, you know, we, we joke about it, but that's a real, that was a real serious change in the era of trading, right? The Trump era was the first time that a, a leader of that magnitude had a had an effect on the market on a daily basis based off his usage of social platforms and if, if i don't know how many of you guys actually traded during that period it was a really wild time right imagine we have high impact news events coming out that are scheduled and they rock the markets imagine just not knowing when a high impact news event is going to come out I, I i put it very not to make a comparison um i guess from like a moral perspective like but like natural disasters like hurricanes and tsunamis and earthquakes shake the market, right? No pun intended. They shake the market because they're unexpected. The Trump tweet era was the same way. So you go through these different stages of, of the markets and you never know what's going to happen in the future. I don't know how the markets are going to be 20 years from now. But the question is, because of that unknown, do I allow myself to give up on what I'm doing now? And for me, the answer's always been no. I have always been, you know, and I believe this is how it should be across the board. You, you trust yourself. And the biggest tool that we have as traders, consistently profitable traders, is our ability to adapt. So if the market conditions do change, the question isn't, will I be able to trade as a trader? The question should be, how will I be able to trade as a trader if you truly trust yourself? Because the markets aren't going anywhere. So the question is, do you just stay out of the market because you think you can't hang or do you be a success story and you find a way to adjust if something were to happen? So first and foremost, want to handle that error, uh, that question. But yeah, AI and, and how it affects the market is interesting because we have a form of AI running in the background of the market right now. It's not full-blown AI, but it's, you know, automated trading, uh, algorithm-based trading, right? And, and about 80%, I'd say, of, of trades that happen are now like automated trading, right? So there is, there's already a massive amount of trading in the market that is done kind of automated. But automation is a little bit different than AI, artificial intelligence, right? Think about it like this. Automation is, it's a program and it could be a, a bot run program. It is a program that is programmed by a user, right? So I am telling this system what to do. It is rules based. I'm saying, if this happens, then do this. If this happens, then do that, right? It, it is a follower. It is following what 
I programmed in the market. And this is why my opinion always been like, I don't really care about automated trading, bot trading, because ultimately it's still programmed by human beings, right? Ultimately as a human being, I am telling the market what to look for and what to do when it sees it. So it's really no different than humans interacting in the market already. The difference is like you just have something doing it for you so it can be more efficient and effective. The thing that's a little bit different about AI, right? AI is kind of free thinking. So instead of saying, hey, robot, if this, then that, when it comes to AI, you're just saying something like, hey, maximize my profits on the euro dollar. And then you're letting it roam, you're letting it think, you're letting it figure it out. Um, and in most cases right now, right, this is all being done during technical analysis. So using the price chart the same way that we are. So these AIs are roaming technical charts and they're doing the same thing that we are as humans. They are identifying patterns. They are identifying tendencies in the market, right? Why technical analysis? Because technical analysis is really the only consistent tool that we have, right? AI can't predict the future. They can't predict the news events that are coming out. They can't predict the earthquakes that are going to happen, the tsunamis. They can't predict how we're going to react to those type of things, but they can identify patterns in the market and tendencies in the market the same way, you know, when an ad pops up on your internet browser, right? Why does that ad pop out, right? Because you're being analyzed. Your tendencies are being analyzed. It knows what you like. It knows what you need. It knows what you've said and researched before. So it's going through the rhythms and patterns that say, hey, show or see this, right? The same thing with um, you know, your Instagram or Facebook. You look at ads on that. It knows exactly how long you're on Instagram for. It knows exactly how many posts you swipe through before you leave, right? So it's measuring your tendencies and saying, hey, if I know George scrolls through about eight posts and then he exits the platform, if I'm gonna target an ad at George, I'm gonna make sure I target an ad before the first eight posts. So by the time he gets to number six, boom, a sponsored ad comes up because it's analyzed his tendencies. So AI is doing that thinking for us, which makes it a little bit different. Now, the interesting part about that, right, it's when it identifies patterns and tendencies in the market, what it's going to do is it's really going to identify the same things that we are identifying, right? It's going to identify your classic pattern formations, your your triangles, your wedges, your breakouts, how price action reacts to support and resistance, how pullbacks happen and stuff like that. The big difference, in my opinion, and, and this is where the value of AI comes in, is it's going to be much more efficient, right? One, it can do a lot more than we can, right? Would you guys agree with that? Where we can spend months back testing Right. We could spend months back testing a single thing, right, to get a single result. AI can probably back test a million things at once in one go around. Um, so it, it is much more efficient at kind of unplugging the data that it needs to find out and to learn what it needs to learn. Um, the biggest thing about AI, and this is why you're seeing so many hedge funds go to it, right, is it doesn't make mistakes. Right. And we know that those are the two elements of trading, right? Your ability to have an edge in the market, which is your your pattern recognition, identification, right? And by pattern, I don't mean like advanced patterns, but pattern tendencies in the market. It's your ability to have an edge, right? Your risk management, I'm going to throw into that category as well. And then it's your ability to extract that edge, right? So it's your it's your ability to have something that makes money and then or it's you having something that makes money and then your ability to extract it. And we know that the problem with most traders is that it's not necessarily 
finding a strategy with an edge, a strategy that works, more so it's the sabotage. It's the missing trades. It's the not taking this, not taking that. And AI is not going to do that. It's, it's, it doesn't have any, uh, we can debate if AIs have emotions or not, but it's not going to react off of emotions. It's not going to get afraid. It's not going to get greedy. Um, you know, maybe ultimately like the Terminator type robots that will come and eliminate us all will, but this AI on the trading won't, right? So you're going to have 100% flawless execution in your edge. And if you think about it, it is a money-making machine, right? It is finding more edges for you. It is extracting edges for you at a higher rate because it has more edges that ups the frequency in your trading, right? It's no surprise that, again, hedge funds are, are, are no longer looking at necessarily, hey, what are new strategies that I can put into the market? Most of them are spending all of their, their money, power, and effort on how can I develop these AIs, right? So I do think that you'll ultimately see most of your institutional traders and, and hedge funds move to AI and you, you'll, you'll instead of bringing people in, so like employees and workers, instead of bringing people in that are working on, you know, quote unquote, solving the problem of trading, I can guess, right? Because that's what we're doing. We're, we're problem solving. We're, we're kind of figuring out and solving it. You're going to have people that are brought in to identify the problem. Right. Because the AI, right, we still need to tell it what to do. But if we can identify what the quote unquote problem is, what we want to get out of the market, then the AI will kind of be like our, our worker. It goes and gets it, uh, gets it for us. We still need to identify what we want to get. Right. <clears throat> but it will go and get a get it for us. Now, the interesting thing is this. And the, the bigger question is, OK, so how does this affect traders and specifically retail traders and does it affect retail traders will it affect retail traders right especially considering again you know about 80 percent of the transactions done right now are probably all automated already so the piece that comes to mind and again this is this is just all my opinion and my my, my thoughts on it for probably the very first time this morning because I, I don't really think about this stuff at all the, the first thing that comes to mind is that, OK, and I'm not. I, and so if if AI works very similarly, right, it's different than automation, it's different than a bot, right? Bots need to be programmed. So when you program a bot, you're still going to have different strategies, right? You're going to you can you can have 20 different trading floors programming 50 different bots and you're going to have 50 different strategies because they're all they're programmed off the trader and, and what specifically they're looking for in their strategy, right? So you're still going to have that diversification, right? You'll, you'll have diversification in different markets and, and assets and stuff like that, but you'll have diversification in strategies. When it comes to AI, it's, it's probably a little bit different, right? Because again, we're not telling AI what strategy to find. We are just saying, find me money, right? And so theoretically, right? And, 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 I, and I suppose there are differences. There, there, there must be differences in the coding, right? Better code it. AIs will be able to do more stuff. Again, I know nothing about that side, of it, but I, I would assume there would be slight differences. But all the same, if AI is intel has its own intelligence, if it can solve its own problems once it understands what the question is, you would think that all of these AIs would eventually start identifying the same thing, right? 
right? Because the, the, the tendencies won't shouldn't change from one AI to another from because it's a price chart. The tendencies are going to be the same, right? And if it has the the ability, so right now the tendencies are the same in the market. The difference is all traders are looking at different things. George may be looking at counter trend. I'm looking at trend continuation. Uh, Cherry may be looking at a daily chore. Greg may be looking at breakouts. We're all looking at different parts of the same picture, right? So imagine this big picture with a thousand pictures inside of it. And each of us are looking at a different, we're looking at the same exact picture, but we're interpreting it different because one of us is looking for owls. One of us is looking for, you know, bears. One of us is looking for foxes. With AI, because it can look at all of those things at once, which we can't do, all of these AIs should be picking out the same tendencies in the market. And then you run into the question of, well, if all these if all these AIs are picking out the same tendencies in the market and they're all trading these same tendencies, remember, it has to do this on historical data first, right? Because you can't do it live at first. You have to do it historical data. If they're all picking out the same thing and ultimately all trading the same thing, well, we know that if everyone trades the same thing, the same thing can no longer be traded, right? Because if everyone is now, if, again, assuming everyone's using AI, if everyone is using AI to look for buys and we're all buying at the same level, everyone cannot buy because in order to buy, you need sellers. So you need an opposite party. And that's the, that's the part where much smarter people than me probably know the answer, but that's the part where I see it running into trouble in the long run. Now, that doesn't necessarily affect retail traders. Again, we are very small fish. We have the ability to do what we want when we want. We're not looking for the same type of moves as, as hedge funds, but that would be the interesting part, right? Getting in and getting out of trades if everyone is saying using AI, if we're assuming that this AI is recognizing the same things, and again, I don't know anything about AI coding, but if you're giving a machine the ability to think and analyze, it should see similar things unless you're specifically programming it to ignore this and only look at that, meaning like you're saying, hey, only look for this type of setup. But I don't see that being the case because why would you trade one type of setup if you can efficiently trade 20 types of setups? So the problem is now if AI is all looking at the same thing and all of the orders are coming in on the same way, well, that's going to actually affect the market because you're not going to see the same type of moves in the market, which would then create new moves in the market. And I, I suppose it would be the AI's job to now learn these new moves in the market. But it's kind of like, um, what is it? It's kind of like I'm, I was watching a documentary on Infinity the other day, but it's kind of like this endless loop, if that makes sense, right? Because if you're, if you're, if your actions are affecting the market and changing it from what you initially learned previously and in changing it, you're creating new actions. So now you're learning off those new actions and changing your um, strategy efficiently, which then changes the market back to the previous actions, right? You see how it can go forever? It's an interesting cycle because it never ends. As soon as you change something on that type of scale, it changes what the markets do, which means you have to adapt to the new markets, which, which, you, in, which you created, essentially. And then by the time you adapt to the new markets, if everyone's doing the same to the new markets, then it changes back. So it's, it's um, I, I don't know that aspect, right? I don't know what happens then 
on that big of a scale, um, which I find to be pretty interesting. So I don't have an answer for that part. That's where I got stuck in my thought. I was all good up to this point, but I'm, I, I got stuck in, in that thought. And again, this is assuming that if you're using an AI, all AI is, is projecting the same thing. Um, so that's the interesting part right there. Let me go back to Kevin real quick where he says, um, thanks, some good point. Jason was of the view that he could never be sure, but did not particularly see any negatives to it. The fact that it can make trading easier. Yeah, so AI, so if we're talking about, and I've been taking the perspective of a retail trader, if we're talking about using AI, it makes, it makes trading significantly easier for the reasons I, I told you about. As a retail trader, again, I think we're small enough where, you know, we are, you know, you imagine the, the, the bigger trading scene as being like this big, gigantic city. I forgot what movie, but you can you can like you can probably insert any kind of future movie. So maybe like The Extant or something like that or, or a series. We're like the little people running around underneath the tunnels, kind of, you know, popping up and stealing money, then getting back underneath the tunnels and running around. Right. We are hidden beneath the, sur the, the surface, which, again, makes our life easier. Because we can operate in the shadows. There's no, you know, we don't move the markets. We can't move the markets, right? We can't have a negative effect on ourselves. We can kind of jump up and pick and plug and, and take profit and then get back down um, with no worries, which I think gives us an advantage. But yeah, that, that's where I got stuck. I, I, I don't know how it affects the market, but I, I, or, or bigger picture, once you get to kind of this infinity circle, um, other than the fact that I, I, what I told you before, that we should always be adjusting. And I remember my trading mentor, one of my trading mentors, Jason Stapleton, told me this great story about winners win. And he was talking about, he was, um, he was out in Iraq station. And this was around the time of the financial crisis, the global financial crisis, everything, the world is melting and everything like that. And he's in his, his thing, whatever like that. And he's watching TV and everyone's glued to it. He's panicking, right? Everyone, is, every, everyone in the platoon is panicking. And there's this one guy sitting there just, you know, spooning a big bowl of cereal. Just like he he's looking the opposite direction, eating the cereal, whatever like that. And he's like, dude, like, turn around. Like, don't you see what's happening? Like, the world is melting down, a global financial crisis. Like, we got kids at home, like investments. Like, you know, aren't you scared? And the guy, like, slowly takes a little another spoonful of his, his cereal. <sighs> he said no. And, you know, Jason's flipping out. He's like, what do you mean, no? Like, what do you mean, no? Puts the spoon down, ding. He said, you know why, man? He said, because I'm a winner. And winners win. And that was a game-changing moment for Jason. When he told me that story for the first time, it was a game-changing moment for me. And especially with the sports background, you look at coaching and stuff like that, right? Winners win. Winners find a way to win no matter what the situation is. You take the best coaches out there, right? Strategies change, players change, money changes, circumstances changes. They historically win because they just figure it out. We need to look at ourselves as the same way in the market. We can't be scared of the future, right? Oh, this is going to happen, so I may lose. I refuse to put that thought in my head. I refuse to ever think I'm going to lose, right? There could be one second left on the clock. I could be down by a million points. Guess what? Until I've actually lost, no. I refuse to entertain that thought. Because as soon as you entertain that thought, guess what you've done? As soon as you've entertained the thought of, I'm going to lose, what have you already done? 
you've lost. You've lost. I spoke to, I had an athlete yesterday, ran a race. She ran two races. One race she cared about, one race she didn't care about. The race that she cared about, she ran not poorly, but not up to her expectations. The one she didn't care about, she ran well. And I said, what was going through your mind before that first race? Because you killed the second race. And it was like 20 minutes after your first race. So you should have been dead. And she was like, I was just thinking about how it's going to go bad and how this and how that. And I said, you already lost the race before you started. She's like, I know. You already lost. You put yourself in a situation where you could not do well because you've mentally told yourself that. And the brain is a powerful tool. It does some crazy things. And we're working on flipping our mindset the opposite way where we're feeding ourselves seven, seven positives before the race and, and having a positive attitude. Right. But as soon as you entertain the thought of losing, you've already lost. So. This is why I don't waste energy on a lot of this stuff. I, I do think it's interesting. Like I, I, I like researching stuff like this. It, it's, it's fun. But as far as like panicking or worrying about how it's going to affect my future, like I don't care. I don't care because I'm going to win and I don't care what it is. I can change markets. I'm going to win. I can change strategies. I'm going to win. I can change professions. I'm going to win because I'm going to figure it out. And I believe 100% in myself that I'll do that. And as traders, that's the type of attitude we need. We need to think of ourselves as I'm so skilled with technical analysis, not just one thing. I'm not just a, a daily chore trader. I'm not just a Gartley pattern trader. I'm not just a, a MACD cross trader, right? I'm a technical analyst. I'm a chartist. I'm a skilled chartist. And because I am skilled, I can take anything you throw at me and I'll figure it out. I will figure this puzzle out. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Remember, take that 10 episode challenge. Also, give me a follow on social media. It's at Akil Stokes RTM. Just watch out for the scams. If anyone ever DMs you or asks to manage an account or ask for money, it is not me. All I do is shamelessly post kind of quick trading tips and randomly pictures of my cute kids until they get to the point where they're not cute anymore. Anyway, at Akil Stokes, RTM, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok.